All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Passport Playlist. I am DJ Audio Voyager. And I am DJ Global Spins. You may have noticed, if you are somebody who regularly tunes into our shows, that last week, sadly, we did not have a show. We had a last-minute cancellation for guests, um, but we're working on rescheduling him. But we're back this week. We had a little bit of a long weekend last week, but we're here today. And we got a guest. As Exciting usual, stuff. <laughs> we will not tell you from where. No. We'll let Surprise. them tell you themselves. Yeah. Woohoo. But how have you been since the last time? I've been good. Show? Yeah. Been good? I haven't been here in two weeks. So, yeah. Busy semester. Been there. traveling around a bit. But yeah. Where good. to? I went to Tennessee last weekend to Ooh. visit some friends and it snowed. Crazy stuff. Yeah. And then I went to Myrtle Beach for my sister's bridal shower this oh. weekend. So, That's yeah, so it's sweet. been good. How have That's you been? Fun. I've been good. It also snowed last weekend for me because I was a little bit in upstate South Carolina. Oh, nice. It's ridiculous. We had what? A massive rainstorm, torrential. Yeah. A tornado. Nice little beautiful 70 degree day. And then snow. Wild. I I saw a thing on Facebook and it said that um, (laughs) it was like, oh, South Carolina can't have all the seasons in one week. And South Carolina was like, hold my biscuit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. I was about to say, like, hold my beer, but biscuits yeah. from South Carolina. I actually Isn't had some biscuits it? today for the first time in a while, and oh, I was so excited. It went Sagan. to Cracker Barrel. Oh, love oh, that man. place. It's been so long. It's like it's the South in a restaurant. Yes, it is the South. Have you seen yeah. that thing on Instagram mm-hmm. where, like, these kids took a photo in, like, modern day clothes, like, gym shorts yeah and then they like put it in black and white and like photoshopped like some hats and like a rake in their hand and stuff they framed it and put it on the cracker barrel wall no they did it on tiktok and then they put like the um location oh which my door it was so like you can go to the restaurant and then like find their photo that's hilarious and i was kind of thinking like what did they like take it down if that's the case but yeah I think the kids who are young like the people who work at cracker barrel that are young enough to see the TikTok, yeah, <laughs> and find out that somebody did that. You probably are just don't like, care. Yeah, they they would just laugh about it and not tell anybody. Seriously, I feel like that's going to be up there for a long time. For sure, mm-hmm. love that place. But yeah, so if you guys are returning listeners, you know that we do a nice little international news segment before our show. Just a little quick lightning round, almost of international news, just to entertain the masses exciting but uh would you like to kick us off global spins yes so something that i have read everyone knows about the coronavirus huge thing um and yes so this is this article is pretty much talking about like halting the spread of xenophobia surrounding it Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just like a lot of people are really scared of it but also i mean like i have a Mm -hmm. chinese girl in my class and a lot of people are like oh my goodness, like, don't come, like, near me, which Mm -hmm. is just... mm, It's so bad, you know. Please stop. Actually, one of the people that we had on our show recently works for the International Student Association. I think he was our first guest this semester. Um, He actually worked with me to create a couple PSAs for WUSC about the coronavirus and, like, the xenophobia and, like, prejudice that a lot of our Asian students are uh, experiencing. And I know one of the subjects uh, was about how a lot of times you'll see Asian exchange students wearing masks, like, um, yeah, just little medical masks. And in America, we do that when we're sick. Like, if you catch the flu, you wear that whenever you have to go out in public so Mm -hmm. as not to spread it. Turns out that is not the same thing. It's just, a like, 
cross-cultural miscommunication. Yeah. Like most Asian students, they do that as like a way of preventing yeah, something. Yeah, precautionary it's like, measure. It's a precautionary measure. So a lot of people will avoid them or be like very rude to them, assuming that they're sick. Yeah. When it, it's just a miscommunication. Yeah, it's insane. And we have so many Asian students here mm-hmm. that think, it's just so yeah. ridiculous. Our number to... one, I think, international exchange yeah, country China. is China. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So pretty but crazy. I also have a little news thing on the coronavirus. Mine was talking about, have you heard about that cruise ship that's been stranded? Almost like everybody's been quarantined in it for fear of the coronavirus. Oh my goodness. Finally was allowed to disembark in Cambodia after like two weeks. But in like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, that's a horror show. That's yeah. absolutely terrible. I would freak out. Those people have been treated like kings and queens this whole time because people are so afraid of like the mass hysteria that would ensue. Yeah. Man, they have been like, oh, just pampering them with food and luxury. Really? Like a lot of these people, like you'll see them holding signs up that say best um, cruise ever. So they literally had like this <laughs> extended vacation, like the excuse of all excuses to not go into work. You That's know? hilarious. That's hilarious. But they're finally allowed to disembark in uh, Cambodia. So I don't know when well, they'll good. be getting back to the regular humdrum lives That's without wild. like endless lobster buffets. <laughs> but that's like, crazy a good little two weeks going yeah the coronavirus is crazy i saw mm-hmm. a number the other day it's like how many people who have died from it oh yeah that's freaking insane mm-hmm. we're just lucky that we're in the states and it's not so bad for us yeah plus we have pretty good access yeah definitely to medical care yeah fingers crossed but um What's your next little bit of news? It's about South Sudan. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, one of the rebel chiefs um, said he's, like, not satisfied by the proposals made by the president mm-hmm. um, for aiming, like, to uh, form the government as a more unified, um, yeah, more unified nation. Yeah. So, uh, really interesting. But he... Uh, um agreed to uh, reduce or the president re- agreed to reduce the number of states in the country it's just crazy it's a i think it, they yeah. said it's the newest country in the world yeah Ooh. which is yeah south sudan which i had no idea about um but there's just a lot going on there and yeah. a lot of like changes that's a which, pretty recent thing i remember yeah. covering it last year on yeah. the show because i think there was a time where like there was war that was supposed to be starting to happen in Sudan but then the Pope like he tried to like I think kind of negotiate with one of the presidents one of the political leaders in Sudan and like literally got down and kissed his feet which is such a monumental thing for the Pope to do to another person to a secular leader but yeah so it's pretty recent they've been going through it lately yeah I just hope it all turns out yeah more stable and we don't really hear about it Mm -hmm. like most I mean most African countries we don't really hear about. We hear no. a lot about Australia and Europe, but that's mm-hmm. literally it. So really exactly. interesting to hear some stuff about mm-hmm. Africa because it is so important. So. Speaking of which, um, I think there has been some violence happening in Cameroon recently, especially because they have upcoming elections. Um, so there have been a lot of refugees into Nigeria from Cameroon. Mm. And now it says... 
Almost 8,000 Cameroonian refugees have fled to Nigeria's eastern and southern states of Taraba and Cross Rivers over the past fortnight, bringing the total of Cameroonian refugee population in the country to nearly 60,000 people. Oh, geez. So that's two weeks, 8,000 refugees. Goodness. For a total of 60,000. And that's so much because they're all fleeing and everything. But the good thing is I think Nigeria is really um, trying to help take care of them, help that's them so get re- rehabilitated, back up on their feet, that type of thing. And I just that's really nice. Yeah. It's like in such like a really sad situation to see some, but like some other country stepping up and really taking the whole refugee, their refugee crisis into their hands and just being like, yes, we are going to help our neighbors. That's something I wish we did better here. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people look at them as like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just aliens. So Exactly. Like even the way that we speak about refugees or immigrants is so incredibly weird in English and in the States. So strange. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's it's really just a role model for us to look over. I feel like we could all just learn a little bit from what's going on there definitely um my next piece of news is about switzerland so this is crazy i know in my classes i hear a lot about how switzerland is super neutral i mean that's oh, what yeah. we hear about all that's the time why you say i'm jokes so about it i have yeah. no yeah position. so crazy i didn't hear about this until now but there was a crypto ag spying scandal Ooh. um so pretty much switzerland had a part in this um, device to spy on other countries. And, uh, yeah, so it's... Did it say which countries? um, Good question. I don't think so. Um, But the U.S. and German intelligence was using the company's um, encoding devices. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it came out that um, the CIA and Germany's... BND, which I don't know what that is, but um, mm-hmm. rigged the devices so that they could like crack the code. But Switzerland is yeah. having a part in it, so yeah, mm-hmm. people are kind of questioning Swiss neutrality now, which is crazy. you gotta rethink that phrase. Okay, yeah, seriously. All right, Switzerland, we see you. I know. Okay, so wild. That is crazy. Well, for my last little bit of news, <coughs> um, I have news that's kind of about America, kind of about Ecuador. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but they're the very first South American uh, representative has been elected. Her name is Representative Debbie Mukarsal Powell, and she is originally from Ecuador. She was born in Ecuador. She was an immigrant, and she just became the first South American uh, congresswoman. So to be elected. cool. That's so, so cool. cool. To make things cooler, the president of Ecuador came to the United States and presented her with the second highest civilian award and in a fashion that this article says is usually received, uh, reserved for like senior congressmen and women. So cool. Exactly. It's like freaking massive. And this is an enormous award and it's, it's just so, in, like it's such a huge honor yeah. for her. And I just feel and being like, a woman, I yeah. mean, it, it's so cool. A yeah, woman, and she's ever. pretty young. She's like forty nine years old, oh, I wow. believe. That's that's pretty young for yeah. a congresswoman for a political career. That's pretty young, definitely. Yeah, I have a lot of hope for her. And you know, I hadn't heard about her before I googled it, but I feel like that's something that we could all celebrate. We can always celebrate, you know, another woman getting elected into Congress, yeah. especially like the first like south american immigrant woman so cool that's so cool it just made me so happy i just feel we you know 
I'd like end on that little happy note. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any more news? I don't. No? Well, then that's a nice little happy note. We are going to go ahead and hop into a little bit of music. Super exciting. Um, We, again, will tell you which country our guest is from. We can see if you can guess through the music. Maybe you'll be able to guess. Maybe you won't. Who knows? Either way, good music. But yeah. So just make sure to keep it locked on WSC and HD1 Columbia. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Passport Playlist. My name is DJ Goldswins, and we are here with our guest for this week. If you want to introduce your, <laughs> yourself and where you're from. Hello, my name is Jay, and I'm from London, England. Amazing. Super exciting. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. Glad um, to be here. Yeah. So, what is your major? Okay, so I study international business at my home university, which is the University of Warwick, okay. which is actually in Coventry in mm-hmm. England. But yeah, that's my major that I do here, international business. Okay, awesome. And where is Coventry? Coventry is basically um, Midlands, basically, of England. So London, where I'm from, is in the south. It's at the bottom. Well, not the most south, but it's considered southern. And Coventry is like, boom, in the middle. Okay, perfect. Do you like being from London? I love being from London. Um, Probably like most people, I think my city is the greatest in the world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's amazing. Um, I I think it's the best of of everything, really. There's a lot of people there. A lot Amazing. of people. So do you, is your major similar to at home or are the classes real different? Oh, okay. So it's like really different. Oh, I mean, okay. it's, I guess that's the point of international business. So one of the reasons why um, I came here is because a compulsory part of the international business degree is to leave your country, yes. as you'd expect. So I had to leave the UK and go to um, another place to study. And I chose America. Amazing. And after coming here, I thought it would just be a laugh. I thought it'd be really, really similar to the UK. And I got surprisingly punched in the face by how different the US is to wow. the UK. Okay, yeah. talk about why that is. You know, what are some aspects <laughs> Why of that? it's different or yeah yeah because I get all kinds of things like oh it's super similar all this kind of stuff and then some people think that it's just vastly different so so I think one of the things I shouldn't really say UK to US I should say more London to Columbia because yeah the US in itself really? <laughs> this <is just> like <laughs> London the US in itself is really diverse so mm-hmm. it'd be wrong I guess to kind of bundle all of the US into just like Columbia, South yeah. Carolina. And same way, it'd be wrong for me to kind of bundle all of the UK into just London. Definitely. So I would say um, London is just way faster than this place. Yes. It's real yeah. slow here. And it when I say slow, slow, I mean everything. Like the pace of school is slow. The people walk through Chick-fil-A line really slow. Oh, yeah. Like, everything's <laughs> just slow here. Like, yeah. don't you have places to be, people? Because yeah. I do. And in London, everyone's got somewhere to be. Definitely. So we like to keep it stepping. Yeah. Have you found that it's quite boring? Yes. Or, yeah, yes. there's not a lot to do here. Okay. I wouldn't even... Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's nothing. No, you have to, to search for it. The <laughs> university provides a lot of stuff. Yes. But... Yeah. In general, yes. In general, it's just very, very different. Like a lot of things. And especially because, so one of the biggest things is the fact that I'm 20 years old. So in the UK, 
where 18 is like a fully an 18 year old has the same rights as a 45 year old like yeah. you're a fully fledged adult um and not only I, like i'm just i've like been 18 and then i've been 19 and then like i've been 20 so like i've been being an adult for a hot minute now yeah so when i got here it was a bit weird for it felt like i went for a bit of a time warp and they told me I know you think you're 20, but you're basically 16. So you are going to be treated like a 16-year-old. And that was a bit of an adjustment. But, you know, I'm down. I'm down. It means I've made different sort of fun, you know. Yeah, good. Not the same stuff that I would do in the UK. A lot more connections-based here. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, no. It's been a good experience. But, yeah, it is quite strange. (laughs) Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, so how did you decide that you wanted to come to specifically America? I know that you had to choose somewhere. So. Okay, so um, originally when it came to my study abroad, because I'm an exchange student, so yeah. I had to do one year abroad. Um, I wanted to do half of my time in the United States and half of my time in Singapore. Oh, so because cool. That's so neat. <laughs> I know, right? Basically, um, I have to write an essay when I get back about my experiences. And I thought it'd be really cool to contrast Western culture to like East Asia and yeah. that sort of culture. So um, that was my original plan. And then I decided Singapore probably wasn't for me after a while right. um, because I just, the humidity in South Carolina, if I thought that was bad, Singapore would have killed me. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not in the mood for that sort of humidity. So I decided to stay in USC for a bit longer. And honestly, if I was to give credit of why I stayed here, it would be Chick-fil-A, Cookout and IHOP. Amazing. A hundred percent the reason I'm here. Best three choices. Yeah. yeah. I, I would not be in this country if it wasn't for Chick-fil-A, <laughs> Cookout and IHOP. I absolutely love that. We don't have either of them in the UK and they don't have it in Singapore either. Oh. So how oh. could I ever leave? No, yeah, I could you never. No, you should just <laughs> live here. Yeah, so I am also an international business major oh. and I have to study abroad for a semester next year. Which I wish it was a year, but only a semester. Yeah, so <laughs> work is definitely a choice that I'm looking at. But um, yeah, so I also thought about Singapore, and uh, yeah, but they they were talking about it. We had an international mm-hmm. business kind of expo, yeah. or they just talked about the different countries and everything. And they said, make sure you're aware of the rigor in every country. Yeah. And they said Singapore is one of the most difficult <sighs> courses. Oh, uh, I'm not like, gonna lie, that should be a really topic. Difficult. But I was like, oh, yes, please. (laughs) Okay. So a lot of my friends from England and I hear about your everything a lot. (laughs) Um, So please explain to people the differences between courses and rigor and everything. This is really interesting. I mean, I don't know what they said, but I definitely think education's easier here. Yeah, they said that. Like a whole lot easier. Like I can't believe everyone doesn't come out with a full fledged degree yeah and when i say everyone i mean like six-year-olds should be able yeah. to get a degree i feel like the motto for american education is try 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 again we're gonna help you help you help you so much to get a good grade yeah and if you don't i just think well good luck in any other country yeah <laughs> i've never been to okay so basically i think it's not that um the education like the actual content is easy but I feel like they do help you out a little bit in a sense of so in the UK if you don't go to class that doesn't matter like no one will harass you because when you get the exam which is worth like 
90% of your grade yeah. and it's only one, you'll just fail it and then you'll just, you know, lose out. Yeah. You just won't have any money because you spent it all on your degree and you won't have a degree because you failed because you want to enjoy your life. So it's definitely the burden of um, responsibility is a yeah. lot more on you to get up and get in. Whereas here, you get bloody points just for just for turning up. Yeah, They give you 20% on attendance and participation. All you got to do yeah. is raise your hand and say, um, it's B. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> you guys have it a lot easier than me. But at the same time... It's actually a struggle to get up at 9am to go to class. Yeah. So I will commend you at that because <laughs> if it was in me in England, oh no, no I, <laughs> I wouldn't totally be up. understand that. Do they post your lectures? Yes, we have okay. lecture capture. Well, that's what's yes. called in my uni anyway. Um, so they record the lectures and they post them literally in my university the hour where it finishes. So if your class is from 9 to 10, 10 one that that lecture's already yeah. up for you to watch. It and seems that's why I never leave. Most countries yeah, other no. than the US. The US does a lot of things differently. Yeah, yeah we like to we like to use Fahrenheit and <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Just yeah, and everything. All these imperial measurements. Oh my goodness. Like no one knows what a meter is in this place. Yeah. Why? It's crazy. I don't know what feet is, <laughs> so I can't confirm. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, she got it terribly wrong. <laughs> a meter is like like this much. Okay, she's um pretty much holding out an arm's length, I would say. Um, oh. Hey, there yeah. you go. She got it. Oh, okay. She got it. Okay, apologies. Okay. Jay formally apologizes. <laughs> she got it. A meter is about a yard in our measurement. A meter is about a yard. There okay. we are, Americans. Yeah. There's your tr- conversion for the rest of time. Yeah, you learned something today. Good on us. <laughs> yep, so my friends said that their first, I don't know if you can relate to mm-hmm. this, but um, their first time getting a grade back on a quiz or something, mm-hmm. they got like a 96 and they Bouncing could the not believe yeah. it because a 70 is really good yes. at, in England. Yes, literally um, we left A's and B's behind in like school days. So getting anything higher than honestly a 60 is a great job. <laughs> you do fantastic crazy. if you get 65. Yeah. I was right. so happy. No, in the UK... Because of how hard it is, if you get an 80 in Warwick, they literally told me, it's one of my professors, if you get a 90 in university in England, it's because your work is near publishable. As in, that could be a scholar's research paper. If you got a 90, it means you could probably sell that. You probably get a peer-reviewed and start making money off it. You're already past your degree. That is wild. Yeah. It's because we don't have multiple choice. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's impossible. Goodness. To no, I, I got a 76 on, like, an accounting exam. I walked <laughs> into all my friends and I said, and they said, how did it go? And I said, well, I got a 76. And they were like, Courtney, we need to throw a party. <laughs> they were like, woo, cup out the champagne. They were, like, super excited for me. I was like, oh, that's terrible. And I'm really disappointed in myself. But thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> that's like, the really thing. appreciate it. Come up to a Brit afterwards. They'll make you feel better Seriously. about yourself. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, I've heard work is a really, really good school. Honestly, um, so it's got to be a good school if, you know, our partners are the IB program at Dalamore. Yeah, um, What was the other option? Cornell. And we had a couple goodness. of good options. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's a good university. It's a good university in the UK. Um 
I would just say the problem with good universities is they're full of good people, you mm. know, like intellects. Yes. And sometimes I don't want to talk about Brexit or whatever yeah. sophisticated conversations on your mind. Dude, I just want to totally talk about like IHOP versus Waffle House, you know, <laughs> you know, it's okay. some mindless debates. That's yeah, all I want. It's definitely. not every day. Let's figure out, you know, how to overthrow the biggest dictator <laughs> in the world understandable <laughs> so how long are you studying here for i think we know but yes i've been us. studying for the full year so i came here in august and i'm gonna leave um in may when um the year's done wild i know right it's actually gone very fast for me yeah it's gone very fast i live at the international house um okay, on yeah. campus maxi and um i've seen like a whole wave of international students leave like this yeah. semester they didn't come back because they only stay for one semester and I was so upset I was like wow everything's changing time's going so yeah. fast it is the strangest thing so my co-dj and I both lived in maxi last oh, cool. year so my roommate left after the first semester mm-hmm. and I got a new one which was just a huge change my first roommate was from Taiwan and my second one's from Austria oh, wow. so really Very big different. difference <laughs> um in everything was just different <laughs> and then a lot of my friends left and I got new friends it was yeah. just yeah it's, it's a, a whirlwind big, it's very different mm-hmm. and the the groups just act different so yeah no literally crazy the yeah. vibe in maxi changes yeah. it's changed already from the last internationals to the new ones that are yeah here. except the ogs like me that stay hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> so have you made a lot of american friends yeah actually i have made a lot of american Good. friends um I feel like the accent that I have really draws them to me. So I don't really have to do much. Amazing. (laughs) Because a lot of people in America often don't leave it. So whenever they hear a funny sound, someone that says, you know, aluminium instead of um, aluminum, (laughs) aluminum. (laughs) they get really excited, like, oh, my gosh. And they just want to be my friend. So where are you from? Oh, my God. You have an accent. (laughs) You you have an accent. I can hear it. Where are you from? (laughs) That's literally my life. Chick-fil-A line. I've met more people than anywhere else that's so great that's so honestly funny. have you gotten any um negative things from your accent you know what when you say negative things i would say my whole day has at least one really annoying occurrence like every yeah. day something happens where i'm like oh i wish you just weren't so dumb yeah. So I'll tell you about, in fact, I'll tell you a story. Okay, please do. I'll tell you about the first day I got here. So <laughs> when you first arrive um, at Maxi, you have to check, basically say that your room has all the things that it said it would have in it. And it's a little pink form that you need to drop off at, I can't remember which office, but it was an office just around the corner. Um, and I went to go and drop that form off. And I had just gotten Chick-fil-A just before that. That was my second time having Chick-fil-A. It was lit. <laughs> but <First> anyways, <laughs> literally, Best I know, first right? day ever. <laughs> so I had an empty Chick-fil-A cup. And I walked into the office. Um, I handed the woman that was, you know, taking the stuff. I handed her my form. And I said to her, just in passing, oh, by the way, um, do you have a bin that I can put my cup in? And I waved my empty Chick-fil-A cup in the air like I shook it. And she literally looked at me and was like, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And then I stared at her like, why do you have no idea what I'm talking about? Like, I'm speaking English, right? (laughs) And we like stared at each other really awkwardly for like three seconds before I realized, oh my goodness, I said the word bin. She has no idea what a bin is. And um, in my head, I was thinking... 
you know, someone's waving an empty Chick-fil-A cup. They say, do you have a bin I can put this in? You hear I have an accent. I just felt you could have used a bit of initiative, you know. Bearing in mind, it's like literally context and situation. And you know I'm an international student. I literally just handed you a form that showed I'm an international student. Yet you didn't think like, let me help her out a little. Maybe, do you mean the trash can? I literally had to stand there. And think of the word because, you know, to me, you know, when you have an accent, you don't realize you have an accent. I don't know yes. what I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. you guys don't call it a bin. Definitely. And that means I also don't know what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm standing there like, how can I help this situation? Yeah, what's, uh, how do you, yeah. She literally was like to me, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I said, is there a trash can that I can put this in? <laughs> and she was like, oh, there's a landfill just around the corner. I was like, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> and then I walked out and put it in the bin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, and that happens at least once a day. At least once a day, I say like, oh, what do you guys call it? A sidewalk? And I talk about pavement yeah. and chips versus fries. Yeah. And even just the way I say random words, randomly people will not understand me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, it's weird because I understand you. If I understand you, yeah. why can't you understand me? Like, watch some Downton Abbey or something. Seriously, I think that's the thing is so <laughs> many people here watch... I mean, so many people from other countries watch American television yeah. and we watch American television yeah. too. So, so many people here are used to, <laughs> you know... Only hearing yeah. their words. And they're like, oh my goodness, people say things different. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, no. Countries yeah. other than this. Yeah. I've weird. gotten into fights about what's the right terms for which and what. Oh my goodness. I get into it regularly because I'm very passionate yeah. about it. Good. I will never, Stay ever, ever let anyone tell me in america how to speak english because i'm from england <laughs> therefore i win <laughs> that is that is literally the the topic of conversation my friends <laughs> is um we we spoke at first so you can't argue with us is so. that, you can't it's called oh, english yeah. you can make your own language and call it american if you want <laughs> have your own little pigeon english virgin oh where you call it american oh. english that's fine but yeah. if you want to claim english that means you have to spell color with a u yeah you have to do those things okay there are some words like that where i i totally understand also ben makes so much more <laughs> sense than a can yes it, that's the, just the truth but there are some words <laughs> that i do agree we say right and i can't think of them right now but if because them, there is none but that's I okay <laughs> that's okay you tried okay <laughs> what is your first impression of the united states when you first got here you know what you just looked around and you were like, mm. So, I have actually been to the US before coming to this time Okay, round. amazing. Actually, it was terrible. So, <laughs> no, me, <awful>. co- <laughs> me coming before, I came here, the last time I came here, I was 14 years old. And it was all glitz and glamour. I, I went to Houston because I have some family members here. Oh, wow. I went to Houston and it was the city life, glitz and glamour. You had the coolest malls and you had Chick-fil-A. I keep on mentioning it because I love it. Of course. You, you had um, Sonic and what is it? I think Jack in a Box, something oh, like yeah, that. Jack in yeah, box. you had all these cool places. And I was like, America is the best place on earth. I love it here. And then I moved here. And then I realized, oh my goodness. <laughs> a bit different than Texas. A little isn't it? bit different, just a smidget. Slightly. Um, and furthermore, I just feel like um, for an adult who has like adult problems, it's definitely 
some disadvantages to being here. Yeah. Being alive in this country is so expensive. Yeah. Even dying's expensive in this place. Like, it really is. Whoa. I was just, I had to buy, you know, I had to buy health insurance. Yeah. Had to pay all the fees. I had to pay tuition fees to be here. Oh my goodness. Uni is so expensive here. In it, the UK, it costs 9000 um, and it's kind of like a flat rate and you get a loan from the government and you basically don't even see the money. Like university is attainable for many, many a people. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. They started charging me 4,500 just to live in that terrible dorm. Yeah, they started charging me for health insurance, charging me to use all yeah. sorts of things. They have like a technology fee. Yeah, I know. That's like Security and network fee. That Wi-Fi breaks down twice a day. Seriously. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? One kitchen, one cooker, 4.5K. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's That wild. is daylight robbery. And you know what? And they just slap it with a capitalism label and say it's best yeah. for you. Yeah. What is that? I know. I it's might crazy. move to Finland. I can't do all this. Move to Finland. Yeah, no, do it's it. time. <laughs> it's time. I think yeah. being an adult in this place is very expensive. It's wild. And the food is mediocre unless you pay a lot. Literally? So. I've never tasted such artificial flavours in my life. I know. <laughs> you know, it put me in the health centre. When I first moved here, I had to go to the health centre. Oh my goodness. So many people gain weight here. All the international students move here and they're The like, only reason I haven't is because Strom, to be fair, is a you very good it. facility. And it's a good, it's a good walk from, yes, so you already get a workout on I know, the way right? there. And it's Then uphill. you work out and then, I know, I know. Literally. It's a yeah. good time. Yeah. No, it's Strom is one of the best things I love about USC. It really is. It's so nice. Yeah. Have you climbed the rock wall? Yes, I did. I work there. Oh, do you, you actually? Yes, you should come by. While oh, I'm I, I we'll literally last semester I had a friend from Singapore who is gone now. Love you, yeah. Sarah. Shout out to you. Aww. Um, <laughs> I had a friend, um, and she had never been rock climbing, never had I, and we were like, you know what? Before this semester ends, we have to go rock climbing, and we one day went to work out, and we were like, hey. Should we go rock climbing today? Because we always missed it. And she was like, yeah. yeah. And we're like, yeah. And then we're like, yeah. And then we went. And it was, so good. It was a laugh. I got higher than her. Ha ha, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> if you're listening. Yes, I won. Oh, geez. That's amazing. Um, Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've experienced about American culture? Weirdest thing I've experienced about American culture. Or something that you were. Yeah, or Southern. southern. Oh, so. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. It's, it was just a very big culture shock for me. Okay. So I'm from London. So I would say the most comparable place is New York to mm-hmm. here. Definitely. And um, in London, if someone talks to you, there's a high chance they want something from you. And if they don't want something from you and they're talking to you and you genuinely don't know them, there's a high chance they're mentally unstable. So when someone talks to me on the street, I very worried and I try and leave the vicinity as quickly as possible. That's really hard to do in the South when yeah. everyone talks to yeah, you. Everyone's chatty. <laughs> when I got here, I was literally, it, it felt like I was in like a horror movie. Loads of people on the street would just say to oh me, hey, goodness. how are you? And I'd be like, I'm okay. And then run away and then I'd bump into someone else who would say, hey, what are you rushing off to? And I'd be like, oh my goodness, why are you concerned? <laughs> like, why are you trying to kidnap me? You don't me? know me. <laughs> you don't know me and I don't owe you money. So please leave me yeah. alone. And it was really, really hard for me to realize that I think they're just being nice. Yeah. 
I think that I think that we're just being nice. Yeah, it's an adjustment. It really is. Like no one does that where I'm yeah. from. We all mind our business. That's insane. Yeah, people want to be next to me. I don't understand why. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's your accent. <laughs> I know, right? It's really, really weird. But now I've started to grow accustomed to it, and now I even battlefit. Hey, how are you? you go, man. Yeah, I know, right? That's southern the hospitality. Yeah. It's getting into me a little. How did you like the football games and that whole thing? Ooh. Did you go to it? Yes, I did. I went to Same. most of them. Um, the first game, I absolutely hated i went to um charleston southern oh that wow. game i don't know if you were, if you went or if you know but that might have been the hottest day of any country in the planet oh my goodness it was sweltering like that heat was unreal oh. and the student section yeah, is right exactly yeah. i was in the student section i almost collapsed like twice because everyone was Jeez. standing so i had to stand to be able yeah. to see and it didn't help that one no one had explained the sport to me yet so oh, I actually no. had no idea what was happening. And it's oh, already no. hard to understand football when you're watching it Definitely. rather than like on the TV. Yeah. So it was just flags being thrown, whistles being blown, bodies being slammed. And oh. I was like, what's you happening? You were just sweating. I was literally just, just sweating, yeah. overheating and being confused why everyone around me was shouting about Clemson. And <laughs> I was just, I was, it was completely over my head. I didn't even know who Clemson was at the time. It was oh, over my head. Goodness. But then I, it got explained to me and I watched um, the, it was North Carolina game. Ooh, and yes. I watched that on TV. So I was it was able to be explained to me. Yeah. And then the next game I went to, which I cannot remember what game it was, but I know we won and I know it was lit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only time we won all season. <laughs> literally. You got to literally. go to it. <laughs> I was really happy. I got to watch it. Oh, and so I understood it and I was really in the spirit. So good. Well, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I got all my merch and stuff. You go. <laughs> oh my goodness. The international students, I would say, have more usc gear i can't believe it see i don't have one shirt i don't have one well i'm i'm rare i'm very (laughs) rare i don't wear t-shirts and i like yeah so absolutely different but i know all my friends have like (laughs) 10 usc shirts and bucket hats and and everything and jumpers and have like fanny packs and it's just crazy should i tell you what it is because at my home uni of warwick in the bookshop they sell a jumper and a t-shirt we don't do much like if, i guess i was i was talking about capitalism badly this is the best side of capitalism <laughs> right here you guys got everything you've got dogs yeah. collars you've got hats and socks and pajama bottoms and it's like whoa let I me know. rep my school yeah i want to be like you know that I guy know. yeah Go all Clarkson. of them Go Cox! You know that guy at the at the sports events that has the flag and frozen. Yes. I want to be as USC patriotic as him. Yes, I'm. I'm so excited. That's to my see life that. goal. That's so good. <laughs> okay, I think we're gonna jump back into some music, and then we'll be right back talking to Jay about some more stuff about England and her time here. So we're super excited to hear that, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Keep tuned. All right, everybody, welcome back to Passport Playlist. We are now in our second hour with our lovely, lovely guest, Jay, who is from London, England. Yes, that's me. But fun fact, I'm not just from London. (gasps) Wow. Um, my heritage is actually Nigerian, so Ooh. shocker for the people that didn't know, Very I'm cool. black. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
you can't hear it, but I am actually black. Yeah. I am not African American because I am not American. I am black British. So another yeah. fun fact in I guess the formal way to say it in the UK is black British. Really? Yes. Black isn't a scary word in the UK. It was <laughs> just black British because yeah. I was called African-American here and I was like, what? That's so- <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. And they were like, yeah, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, you want to like think that one through again, buddy? <laughs> Literally. I like, was like, dissect- did you not hear the second word? <laughs> I'm not American. Do I sound American? It's just like, you want to take a look at my passport? Yeah, literally. And they were really uncomfortable because I was like, ah, so what should I call you? And I was like, oh, there's only one thing left. I guess you're going to have to call me black. <laughs> it's the only thing that will work, really. And yeah. Oh my gosh. I would have paid to see the reaction. <laughs> it was a very, very tentative and quiet I just think I'll avoid it. And to be fair, there's few occasions where someone actually genuinely has to call me black. So unless you're describing me out of like a crowd of people and you say, yeah, she's the black girl. Yeah. um, There's a few occasions where it's (laughs) happened to me, but no. Yeah. Well, so are you first generation? So I guess, I don't know. You tell me. So basically my dad was born in the the UK, but my mum wasn't. So does that Mm. mean I am because my mum wasn't or does that mean I'm not because my dad was? I feel like that's something, that's a call you got to make for yourself. However you identify. I choose to be first generation because I think it sounds cooler. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those things. It's like you can't really like define it for other people you just got to choose for yourself how your experiences have affected you i feel like my dad affiliates more as a nigerian than he does like british Mm. i mean he's equally both he lived in the uk um for until 10 years old and then um he was parents moved back to nigeria Mm -hmm. stayed there till he was 19 years old and Mm. then he by that t- by 19 he'd met my mum so mm-hmm. the two of them decided to go back to the uk together so that's like really equal like yeah. two decades <laughs> both like very formative decades but yeah just in totally different ways but the only thing is um after he moved like he basically didn't go back for another what 30 years yeah something like that because mm-hmm. he moved he recently moved back to nigeria in 2012 mm-hmm. He what part back. of Nigeria? I know it's like a, it's pretty big country. It is, it is. Um, we're from Lagos, mm-hmm. um, probably one of the most famous cities. I was about to say, that sounds city. really familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most famous Nigerian city. It's not the capital Ooh. anymore, but it is like probably the big one that you heard. It, it was at like one point. It was a f- featured in um, the Avengers movie. Do you remember they oh, had that little really? fight scene in that place where um, Black Panther's dad died? Yeah, that oh. was in Lagos, Nigeria, even though it wasn't actually filmed there. But it was supposed to yeah. be Lagos, Nigeria. So That's there you are. cool. That's odd that they didn't film in the place that they said it Honestly, was. Honestly, I have no idea. And that's one. it was so funny because my parents, um, my mum watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, where did they film this? Like, this <laughs> dirt, right? <laughs> it was really funny because, like, my mum and dad get, like, a bit passionate sometimes about how Africa's yeah. 